Welcome to the Holistic Psychiatrist Podcast, a place for inspiration, insight, and information on holistic mental health. Join your host, Dr. Alice Lee, and discover critical information on safe, effective psychiatric medication withdrawal. Explore new ideas that enlighten and expand the mind with cutting-edge authors and experts, along with former patients as they share their miraculous healing journeys. It's time to build your well-being from the thought up. It's time for the Holistic Psychiatrist Podcast. Here's your host, Dr. Alice Lee. Hello and welcome to the Holistic Psychiatrist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alice Lee, and I'm your holistic psychiatrist practicing here in Lehigh, Utah. And with me today is Jack Rome, who is helping me with our podcast today. You can find me on my website, holisticpsychiatrist.com, and you can find Jack on his website, jackintheway.net. Today, we have a great topic to discuss, and it's called, What is a Good Supplement and How Can You Tell? There's so many supplements out there on the market, it can get really confusing. At least when I first started using supplements, I often went by the advertising. If it's a great ad, I think, oh, that might be very helpful. And I ended up with all sorts of supplements that I couldn't use for my patients. We want to be able to talk about what makes a good supplement and also dangers and problems that can arise when the wrong supplements are used. We want to be able to discuss also what can happen if a good supplement is used prematurely or in the wrong situation. So sometimes you can have a great supplement, but you put it in there too early and it can cause problems as well. So we're going to talk about all of these different aspects of how supplements should be looked at from different perspectives. So welcome, Jack. Glad to have you on board. Thanks so much for having me and definitely very curious about all the things you're going to say about these. And I'm actually kind of surprised that we've never done an episode of this because I feel like it's such a Of course. like It makes a lot of sense. So many of us are interested in it, and it's going to be useful information for us to have, I know for me. But let's start in a really basic place. Just what is a supplement? Yeah. A good supplement is something that provides something that the body really needs from a natural perspective. So I would consider supplements to involve like vitamins, minerals, essential fatty acids, amino acids, Uh, GI support, antioxidants, anti-inflammatories, or something for detox. These are the eight areas that I often think about when I'm adding something. And given the way food is grown nowadays with lots of pesticides and maybe harvested very early on before it's fully ripe, a lot of the foods that we have don't have the amount of nutrients like vitamins and minerals that they used to, let's say, 100 years ago. So it's really important for us to realize that so that we can supplement our food and be able to have all the nutrients that we need without having to eat too much. Because mental health and obesity both have climbed exponentially over the last 50, 75 years. And I think it's because mental health and nutrition are both interconnected. And people are trying to get those nutrients in their foods. And if they're not finding it, they just tend to eat more. And they're getting a lot of fats, but not the vitamins and minerals that they're looking for. So could you describe some like good brands and ones that you found to be particularly reliable and useful? 
Yeah, I think that's what the audience is looking to find is what are some good brands? First of all, the way supplements are prepared is really important. So when you're first starting to take supplements, it's really important not only to have the right brands, but also the right forms. So liquids and powders and liposomal preparations or even ionic minerals are going to be much more easily absorbed. And we want to try to create a regimen with as many of those as possible. Of course, you're going to taste it more than if they were in a capsule or a tablet. But usually when people start off, their GI system is suffering and has been chronically ill as well. And so you want to provide nutrients that require almost no digestion. And the liposomes and the liquids and powders are already easily absorbed that there's very little digestion required. And that can make all the difference. Now, the good bands, there are some good bands I often start with. One is, it's called Brainchild Spectrum Support Vitamins and Minerals. They have like a liquid vitamin bottle and a liquid mineral bottle. They have ultra-sensitive versions versus regular versions. The regular versions have some herbals in it, which requires some metabolism, which some people just may not be able to handle. And so they have to go to the ultra-sensitive version, which has no herbals. And all of the vitamins and minerals are in the right forms, highly absorbable. There are certain websites that I might refer people to. One is called mbnus.net, and it's called New Beginnings Nutritionals. When you go there, they have a lot of really good supplements. It was originally created for autistic children. And so a lot of the supplements are really meant to be for children who have some genetic issues, who metabolize, for example, the B vitamins properly. So not only are they in the right forms, but they are also very pure and very helpful. The other thing that can help a lot of people in selecting good supplements is on my website. It's called Fullscript. You can sign up for Fullscript. The reason why I think that's a good place to start is that, of course, you can go to Walmart or, you know, you can go to Costco and you, you see a lot of supplements and they may be really, really good supplements. But Fullscript is actually a dispensary for a holistic clinicians. And so when you go there, you're only going to find good brands. Rather than stating every single good brand that you can find, if you go to Fullscript and you look up what the problem is, they actually suggest certain supplements that could be helpful for the problem. So it's a really good place to sign up. And you can sign up under Fullscript under me on my website so that you can have access to those good brands. Having said that, there are certain brands that I often use and I don't have any qualms that the quality is going to be really good. One that I've used for a long time is called Ecological Formulas Cardiovascular Research. I've used their products for a long time. They, they're really good. Douglas Laboratories is really good. Pure Encapsulations, you, I use their products all the time. And there are some newer companies that I've really liked. New Medica is one of those brands that I found really helpful because they don't like there are certain supplements that end up with alcohol in it, but New Medica avoids that. So they don't have alcohol in their supplements, which is really, really a good thing. One of my favorites on um, Fullscript that New Medica creates is called CoQ10 plus PQQ. 
It's a liposomal CoQ10 plus PQQ. And it's really, it's got a lot of really good stuff in it. People who have really low energy or even with anxiety, it can really, really be very helpful for supporting the adrenals, making sure energy is being produced in a functional way without creating more anxiety for them. So those are some of the good brands that I've, that I've used and find that I can rely on. That's great. I'm really glad this is being recorded so that that I can listen back to this later and make sure I have these noted down. Thank you for sharing that. And as you said, I'm sure for the audience, we all really appreciate having the resources and having a place like Fullscript and knowing what, you know, for you has has been reliable. So that's, that's really great to hear. Oh, one other thing, Jack, when it comes to herbals, I will say that I often use MediHerb and I, I, I haven't used standard process supplements as much, but they do have good supplements. But when it comes to herbals, I, I typically use MediHerb, which is it, it, standard process and MediHerb. They, they're like sister companies and their herbals really work well and work consistently well. Gaia, G-A-I-A, Gaia Herbs also produce a lot of really good herbal products as well. So I just want to slip that in before we move on to the next topic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. So when it comes to when you're working with a patient and you are working to integrate different sort of supplements for that have different purposes, but are all working together in an integrative way, what are the principles and the ways of operating that you use to be able to do that? When people first come to see me, we're really looking at how well can they actually integrate those supplements. So I start with the basics, something really basic just to kind of help their body to start to heal. One of the supplements I often like to use to do that is found on a website called Intelligence of Nature. And it's a supplement called Gut Support. And it's just a ionic liquid support that helps the gut to minimize leaky gut and so I'll, I'll use that really gentle gut support to help the GI system. But other things that I will start with is just the liquid vitamins and minerals, usually by brainchild. So that's the vitamins, the minerals. We have the GI support and I'm, I'm usually counting on my fingers, like the eight areas, vitamins, minerals, the essential fatty acids. We wait until the minerals are doing better. So vitamins, minerals, essential fatty acids, amino acids are the proteins. And you can do that in the smoothies, like you can just add some hemp protein powder in the smoothie so it's more whole food. But a lot of times you might want to start with amino acids that build neurotransmitters, for example. And one of my favorite one for building serotonin is called Cero Plus, and it's by a company called Pure Encapsulations. So amino acids, GI support. GI support, you can use, for example, the gut support, or you can use probiotics that doesn't increase histamine. So a lot of individuals coming in, they have high histamine because of chronic stress. You want to have a probiotic that doesn't do that. So there are, you'd have to look them up, but there are certain probiotics that doesn't increase histamine. So GI support, antioxidants, you can use some of the best antioxidants are essential oils. I often like to use a company called Young Living. There's two kind of companies. One is doTERRA, one is Young Living. It may be that doTERRA's essential oil is just a lot more concentrated, but I found that it's a little easier for people to tolerate the young living essential oils. The two essential oils that often 
end up being helpful for patients. One is called lavender, which is really good for feeling calm and also for mood. And the other one is called peace and calming. And they have like different kinds of peace and calming, like the original kind, they have peace and calming two, which is the, the second version. I usually just use the original peace and calming, which is really helpful as well. For people with headaches due to toxicity, I have used M grain, M as in Mary, M grain for like migraine. And they'll, they'll use that sometimes to help them with their headaches. So antioxidants and detoxification. For detoxification, oftentimes I find it very helpful for people to start off with liver extract by ecological formulas, cardiovascular research. Other things that I have tried in the past to good effect without causing detoxification of the medications is a product called foot detox pads. And I usually use the company called Body Pure to have people use them. Those foot detox pads, you can use them at night. You can use them for just an hour or it usually absorbs the toxins through the soles of your feet, through the lymph system. And it's not going to cause too much of a problem in terms of a Herxheimer effect where toxins are dumped into your body and you have a really bad reaction to the toxins in the body because it's being absorbed through the feet. It's limited to at night. And for those who are ultra sensitive, you can just remove the toxins for a very short period of time versus for eight hours at night. So those are some of the ones that I introduce at the beginning. And then as they get better, I do my energy testing to see how well is everything improving. Are there certain things like vitamin D that's not going up with these highly absorbable vitamin supplements? And if so, I I might add more of these individual supplements on top of it just to give them a faster boost. And usually with the vitamin D, I want to stick with the liposomal or the liquid vitamin Ds, which are much more absorbable than a tablet or capsule. Mm-hmm. Now, is it because even though you were, you mentioned that these are all sort of like, in many ways, basic places to start, it also is very clear that there is a lot that you can do even at the beginning. And I'm curious, like for, for you and your experiences, does it vary depending on the patient or the person you're working with as far as how much of even the basics you introduce? I'm assuming based on what they need, of course, but it sounds like, I mean, I could imagine someone hearing this and thinking, oh, I just need all these things across the board. And do you think that that's a worthwhile way to go about it or to be more timid with it and to introduce sort of one at a time, even though they are basic and, and something you can do early on that it still is important to approach it with caution in a way? Yeah, I think that it really depends on their GI system. So people who tend to be very sensitive to food, who tend to react to everything, it's best for them to start slow and go with just the vitamins and minerals maybe initially and keep them as minimally, try to not require as metabolism as much as possible. So anything that is an herbal, anything that requires kind of certain enzymatic metabolism, if they're really fragile, they may not be able to do that initially. So just giving them some minerals and some vitamins can be extremely helpful. Like the minerals, when they combine with the proteins, they can really enhance the way the enzymes work. Another thing that can be really helpful is something like an antioxidant. That would be something just to kind of make sure that things that are stuck in their oxidative states can be 
converted to the reduced state, which is the active state through these antioxidants. You can use antioxidants in the form of whole foods like goji powder or acai powder, or you can use antioxidants in terms of the essential oils. One of my favorite ones is astaxanthin. Unfortunately, it does come in a soft gel, but astaxanthin is from algae and it actually is a very versatile antioxidant. So I use that because a lot of times people on medications, their glutathione levels are in the oxidized state instead of the reduced state. And glutathione, which is really great for detoxifying medications and chemicals, only work in the reduced state. So you need antioxidants to restore your glutathione levels. Okay. And so you don't have to take glutathione, which can be expensive. You can take the antioxidant and then it would just make the Glutathione that's been in the oxidized state, which is just sitting around not being able to help, convert it back to the reduced state. So now you can use it to help you detox. One way to kind of test whether the supplement is a good fit for the person or not is what I call the sway test. And it's where you just kind of stand in a relaxed way, you know, back straight, and you can hold the supplement with both hands right by your stomach area. This is something that everybody can do. Usually, without even manipulating it or intending to, if you'll notice a kind of a magnetic, kind of very subtle pull forward, if that supplement is something that your body wants. And you might notice a very subtle, but kind of a magnetic repelling backwards, if that supplement is a really bad fit for you. And that's just the information or energy of that supplement in terms of the energy of your body and how the two are interacting. So if you're holding a supplement and you're wondering, does this have the information that the, my body and energy that my body needs? And you hold it and you notice you're, you're kind of swaying forward subtly like that. It means that your body is attracted to that particular energy and it will benefit from it. So I, I often do that kind of testing in much more complicated ways in my office, but it's something that you can do in a grocery store. Right. It's a form of of energy testing that anybody can do pretty much anywhere. That's great. So the one thing that you mentioned at the beginning in the intro that that I want to come back to is a twofold question, which is what should we be cautious of? Or what in other words, what are the possible dangers or problems that can arise when the wrong supplement is used? And then after that, maybe we can talk about if maybe a good supplement is just used at the wrong time or in the wrong way and what the dangers are there. So if you could, maybe we can start with when just straight up the wrong supplements are used and why to avoid that. Right. There are certain supplements that can make things worse. For example, one of the things that I've noticed with people when they're healing well is that if I add something that's for detoxification or to kill off a virus or bacteria, you might have a Herxheimer reaction where dead viruses, dead bacteria, or the toxins, they're being removed. But as they're being removed, they created a lot of oxidative stress. And that's not something to minimize because some people, they're like progressing nicely and all of a sudden they can like regress and lose a lot of their progress. So it's really important to gently detox and and have an approach that is minimally stressful to the body when you're trying to get rid of infections. Another thing is like one time I just improved the 
essential fatty acids this one guy was taking. So he was taking low amounts of DHA and other omegas. And so I gave him a much more potent one and he immediately became more anxious. And that's because without the proper preparation, you can get more oxidative stress from essential fatty acids. And so nowadays I wait until the vitamins and minerals are in place before I add essential fatty acids because it requires some metabolism in order to be able to tolerate that. There are also patients who are already hyperstimulated. Maybe they're manic or maybe they're really anxious. And for those individuals, it's really important to avoid supplements that stimulate the body. These protein powders that are on the market, they may have a lot of amino acids that are very irritating and stimulating. Sometimes the proteins that are for body building are very stimulating. They're not very calming. So picking a protein that's calming like hemp protein is a conscious choice. It's there to kind of avoid those amino acids that are stimulating. Some of the stimulating amino acids are things like tyrosine. Tyrosine is a very stimulating amino acid. So you want to stay away from it. Anything that has a glutamate, aspartate, all of those amino acids are very stimulating. So of course we need them in our body. So some of the general proteins will have that, but you don't want certain proteins to have high amounts of that. Also, what I found not very helpful for people who are already anxious is adrenal glandular. So adrenal glandular is there to help people with handling stress, but usually when you add it in there, the adrenals just release a lot more adrenaline and you're going to have more anxiety. So instead of adding adrenal glands, I will help people with their energy levels with CoQ10, PQQ, the liposomal forms, so that they can start to build energy from the mitochondria rather than trying to push the body through the adrenal glands. Another thing that can be very harmful for patients if they're not capable of handling this is adding a thyroid gland supplement that supports the thyroid, thinking that that's going to help with the metabolism. But if the person's already anxious, the increased thyroid will actually increase adrenal activity as well. The thyroid and adrenals. So now the person's really hyped up and they're, they're going to have problems with maybe anxiety or insomnia. So when you pick supplements, you don't want to pick things that you know, worsen the condition, like heightens anxiety, heightens insomnia, because that's something that will just cause their health to deteriorate. And supplements are like meds. So you you have to be very careful about what you pick. Usually I do a tremendous amount of testing using some of the energy testing protocols that I use in order to make sure that the supplements are going to be delivered at the right time in the right amounts and of the right substance. But you can never go wrong with some gentle liquid vitamins and minerals in the beginning. We've talked a lot about many different supplements, of course, and and the different things that they can be used for and, and how to use them and, and then, of course, how to integrate them. But are there any issues where it's important for us to understand that supplements may not be able to be of help? Is there anything that comes to mind for you in that sense? Yeah, I think sometimes if the body is unable to digest very well, 
you can take a lot of supplements and it's not digested. It, it just kind of goes through the person. And I think I've already kind of talked about some of the supplements that are not helpful because they're just worsening the condition. Sometimes people come in with a laundry basket full of supplements that their doctor has prescribed or they thought was really helpful. One time I had a clinician, she literally wanted me to muscle test for her or energy test for her like over 40 supplements that she takes on a regular basis. And after a while, I was like, I can't, I can't do this for you because these are this just too many. And all she wanted me to do was just test the dosing for her for 40 supplements. So one of the best ways that you can pick the right supplements is to make sure that you pick just the ones that are more closely on target. Sometimes like supplements come in gelatin capsules, for example, and some people have developed a hypersensitivity reaction to gelatin over time. And so they need vegetarian capsules. And it's not the supplements that's bad. It's the the container in which it comes in that they're having an allergic reaction to. So those are things to watch for. And some of the things that we can think about is like kosher supplements versus non-kosher supplements. Those are something to consider. There are certain supplement companies that are really aware of the needs of certain patients who need everything to be kosher. And you can select those types of companies for those individuals who need that. All right. Well, thank you. That's all the questions that I've got for you. Again, I, I am really glad that this is recorded so that I can come back and listen to this later and, and refer to it. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels that way. I also feel like this could have multiple parts to it where we come back to it and 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 talk about this again, because I think it's such valuable information and insights as well to have. So thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you, Jack, for helping me with these questions. I hope that all of this information has given some of you some ideas about how to start and what kind of brands are really helpful and where to find them and that you'll be able to use supplements wisely and maybe even try out the Sway test in some grocery store when you're thinking about adding a supplement. Thank you for listening. I hope that you'll continue to come back and listen to our podcast, that you'll gain useful information for yourself and other family members. Please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so yet for more amazing information. And please give a positive rating to help spread the message. Subscribe to my website, holisticpsychiatrist.com for wonderful stories and insights from my holistic practice and where you'll find links to all my social media platforms. To find Jack, his website is jackintheway.net and you'll be able to find all of that information on his creative pursuits. I wish you all to have a good week. Please come back for more stories and insights and have a great time as you search for healing information to help you over the course of your life. Bye-bye. The content provided by this podcast is for informational purposes only and has not been approved by the US FDA. This podcast is not intended to provide personal medical advice, which should be obtained from a medical professional. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.